Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company. For a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, you can pick an experienced, licensed therapist you relate to and feel comfortable with. Each and every therapist has at least a master's degree and has completed over 3,000 hours of supervised work. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com forward slash boom. And to show your support for this podcast, use code boom to get $30 off your first month. That's boom. Talkspace.com slash boom. B-O-O-M. Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies podcast with me, Robbie Musto, and him, Robbie Erlan. We're going to react to the super, super Sunday today. Games at Manchester United where they beat Everton 4-0. But first, the first game of the day was the London derby. Chelsea nil, Arsenal nil, Robin. So many angles, so mm. many approaches, so many talking points in this game. But I just want to get your take initially on the lineups. And mm. I expected Alexis Sanchez to start the game. He didn't yep. start the game. He was on the bench after playing 90 minutes in a Europa League game on Thursday and mm-hmm. he's played 90 minutes before beginning of September for Chile. Were yep. you surprised he didn't start this game? No, I wasn't, Rob. And if you, you go back to our, our show, our Two Robbies football show on, on Saturday evening, we, we, we posed the same question and said, the strongest Arsene Wenger team that he can put out has to include Alexis. Scored a wonderful goal, as you talked about in the Europa League. Looked back to being sharp and fit. Um, and I said, Arsene Wenger will find a way of not put, putting him in starting 11. Why because do you think that? He's, the, the, because there's plenty of reasons why I can say he's not 100% fit. There's, been a, there's definitely been a breakdown of relationship between Wenger and Alexis Sanchez from the last day of the transfer window. When he was almost like crowbarred out the door at 50 million, let's just get him out of here. And then Arsenal didn't do the business with Lamar and didn't get the signing they want and he had to stay. I think it's a problem, Rob. I don't think it's one of those things that you can just all of a sudden shake hands. Okay, that's it. You're trying to crow me out the door. Now let's play again. I think the two have had words. I think maybe some of the respect on both sides has been lost. And of course, we'll see Alexis Sanchez as part of the team and probably we'll start to see him as part of the first 11. But I don't think Alexis Sanchez is the same, will play with the same drive and, and the same feeling he's had for this manager as he's had before because of the relationship. And it's interesting, Rob, because we, we will get to the game, but it's something I just want, want to take you on to. And, and uh, I was thinking about certainly the first half or, or, or to the point where Alexis Sanchez wasn't on the pitch. And I'm, I'm looking at an Arsenal team and I'm saying, right, well, we know there's no Oxlade Chamberlain who's gone to Liverpool. There was no Meza Ozil because he was injured, was not able to play. And Alexis was on the bench. Was that a glimpse of, of what next season could be about? I mean, you, yeah, but you've you got c- to look at this, Rob. That, that some of those play- it, it, it's possible that all three of those players, certainly Oxley Chamberlain, we know, is gone. So two, two of those players may not be there. No, 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 no. Because you don't not sell your valuable asset, Alexis Sanchez, mm-hmm. right? When you, 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 you've turned down 60 million 
dollars or pounds. It's pounds, isn't it? I think fifty-five million yeah. pounds is it for. But next collect- season he can leave. Yeah, he can leave on the free. Yeah, but you don't he can leave on the free. Yeah, but you don't. So to use him, you got to use him. You're going to no, turn no, down no, that no. money. You got to use sure. him. I'm not now. sure you're not. You're listening. To, I'm not saying no that that, that you're not going to use him. I obviously think he's going to use him. I wouldn't be surprised if he starts next game. But what I'm saying, Rob, is as an Arsenal fan. You see the first 45 minutes of the game. Is that a look into the future? That, that's a team without Alexis, yes. without Ozil, and without Oxlade Chamberlain, is what I'm saying. Mm. What I'm saying is that could be a reality at this yeah. point next season that none of those three players are playing. Now, <laughs> the strangest thing of it all, and we'll start to get to the game now, was in terms of organization, discipline, and, and sort of balance and things that we, we've often criticized Arsenal for, you'd have to say a lot of them things were in place. So, are we getting down a road where superstar players and great good players for your team balance out to organisation, defence and a little bit of focus, you know, hard work? Does the Leicester thing, is, is the Leicester thing as important as having, you know, your Eddie Hazards and your skillful guys? I don't think so to Arsene Wenger. I don't think that's ever been the case. I don't think it will ever be the case. I get what you're saying is when you look at that front three of Welbeck, Iwobi and Lacazette, that could be the future for Arsenal. Mm. But as long as you've got Ozil and Alexis at the club, oh, yeah, of course. they, you, they, you, they you should and they will be used. I think exactly. on, the, on the Ozil thing was interesting because we chatted uh, on, our, on our radio show yesterday mm. and... I, I kind of said that Ozil should be, be sat on the bench. If everybody's fit and available, mm. then, then others will come in and play in the position. Welbeck has done really, really well and deserves to keep his place. But I would say, like today, as you said, were they, were there, was there more of an athletic, an intense, mm. a hard-working, mm. an honest uh, performance? Or is it absolutely coincidence that Ozil's not playing and they had a good day today? Could they have played the way they did today? And, it, it, you know, listen, it wasn't, it wasn't brilliant. I mean, they, no, they didn't win no. the game, but it looked, it looked a little bit un-Arsenal-like. Mm. Can, they, can they do that with Ozil in the side? Well, they can do that if, Ur- if Ozil's A, instructed to do that, and B, carries those instructions out when he's on the pitch. But he but won't, will he? He, he won't. He no, won't but if that, he's, given, he? he's been given a free pass. He's one of those players that we've all played with where the manager almost says, OK, when we get the ball, let's work, let's give it to him. And when he's not, you know, just get yourself in and around the behind and everybody else is working like crazy. He's that guy. And so, Robert, that, it, it kind of goes back to my point that maybe sometimes... A little bit more legs, a little yeah, bit more organisation, a little bit more balance might be more important. Now, it also, let, let's not take away from Meza Ozil on top of his game as an outstanding Premier League player who can be a game winner, yeah. who, can be, who, can be, who can change the moments in a game with, with a pass, with, with a clever cross, with, with a goal. So I don't want to just be on the, you know, get Ozil out, Ozil's no good, because Meza Ozil's been a good player for yeah. Arsenal, certainly when he's been on top of his game. But... There's another side to the game that maybe Arsene Wenger will look at that tape and start to say, hmm, either I've got to get more out, out of the little German superstar or we may have to look at going a different way. Yeah, see, I, I, I get your point and I appreciate your point, but we've seen Arsene Wenger a long time now and there's no way, in my opinion, that he's going to think, you know what, today was good, let's do more of that. I just don't think he is. Even the press conference afterwards, Rob, he kind of mm. said things like, you know, yeah, it was good intensity today, we battled hard today, as if it was like... Uh, I don't really want us to be like that, but I guess we did it today well, and we got the well, point. I don't think, I don't think he enjoyed it as much as others. 
Are we saying that there's a little bit of pep about about, uh, about Wenger? Absolutely. He, he, he just wants it with beauty. Yes. He doesn't really want... Yeah. Do you know what, Rob? And, and, and he is stubborn and you're 100% right. I'm wondering if part of him is changing, if part of this last two years he doesn't want the, 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 the criticism, he doesn't want everybody reflecting. Maybe, maybe the great man himself has decided, you know what, I need to give it a little bit of balance. In Austin, we continue to trust Robin <laughs> much. I'm hanging it. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what, though, but on the credit mm. side of it, and, yeah. and all joking apart, they were they had a fast start. How many mm. times, Rob, have you seen yeah. Arsenal just start good. so slowly? Good. Really good start. They mm. matched Chelsea physicality all over yeah. the park. The shape was very good, very compact. Mm. There were no individual errors. They were strong in set pieces, um, and and they were they looked safe. There was one turnover in the second half. I think um, mm. it was. It, it, I think it might have been uh, Azard that, that got the yeah. ball, and there was five Arsenal players yeah. around him to stop the counterattack. I'm like, wow, that's different, mm. and that's good, and that's effective. So, you know, we've given so much um, stick to, to Arsenal Football Club. Mm. Today was like, yeah, this is our Chelsea versus Arsenal. This is how the game should be. This is a proper game of football. And, and you know, it, I think I said it on the air, like Arsenal today looked like a team that could have been coached by Antonio Conte because mm. it was that well-organised and, in, and intense. And, and, and you're 100% right, and the balance was definitely on that organisation, the focus, the defending. But did that then take away, and you talk about individual mistakes, and I go the other way, obviously somebody who was more attacking-based, where I look at Danny Welbeck, I look at Alexander Lacazette, Rob, chances to win the game. Now, it's, and I know it's, it's, a, it's kind of a tilt, isn't it? It's like you, you want to get the defence defending side right to, to keep you know, clean sheets. But you also want to retain your creativity and your, your, your forward play to make sure that you can try and win games. I was particularly disappointed in Lacazette today. Big games. He's been bought for a lot of money. He's got, yeah. got good goal record. Just, I don't know, his build-up play wasn't, just doesn't look quite as sharp. Your, your favourite striker, Robbie Earl, Mr. It, it Mr. might Mr. take Giroux. him a moment. Is it Mr. It, it, Giroud's Mr. turn? Mr. He, he, he's, listen, we know he's there, we know he's reliable, we know he builds up play, and if he's given the right service, his goal record is, is yes, maybe up to 15 goals. But, I, I, again, big games, I'm looking at Lacazette and thinking, these are the games you've been bought to win 1-0. You've got a, a chance he's going to come your way, put it in the back of the net, and we'll do the other things. He had a couple of opportunities today that just didn't quite, fall, didn't quite go for him, and... Just a little bit of concern. I know it's early days and it's going to take him a little while, so I'm going to give it another four or five games before we start to make any judgments. But just, you know, that, that, that finishing touch. While, while all that hard work's being done, Rob, you've still got to retain your, 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 your quality and your creativity at the other end of the pitch if you're going to win matches. Yeah, just on the, on the shape of the team, Rob, are you fully in the five at the back or three, three at the back now for Arsenal? He's changed Not it fully the last in. game. He changed it. You know, uh, are you fully in with Koscielny, Mustafi and Monreal? Because I think... No. But, but if they're going to do it, they're the best three. And I like Bellerin and I really like Kalasinak mm. as wing-backs. I don't, what, I'm not a lover of Monreal. I, I think Monreal can, can get picked off. I think that space between him and Kalasinak can, you can get to. I don't think he, he's a natural... So you take him out and play a four. You play a back four with Mustafi Koscielny. Yeah, at times, listen, I'm not saying every game. There may be games you, you go with, with it and you can work in the week and whatever when, they, when they've got time. But all I'm saying is, it, by choice, I, I think I'm, I'm going to back four. And maybe get an extra body in that midfield that just gives you that little bit more protection. Yeah, let's let's swing it to the home side. Um, mm. Chelsea Football Club today, uh, I think, would have gone in expecting to win. I think a lot of yeah. pundits and a lot of fans and neutrals mm. would have expected them to win. Yeah. Um, 
Well, I guess, why didn't they? What, what was it that wasn't as normal as Chelsea today? Or, or why? And we've given a lot of credit to Arsenal, of course. But yeah. what, what disappointed you about Chelsea well, today, Rob? L- let, me give you, let me just give you one thing that I thought Arsenal should take from the game about Chelsea. Chelsea weren't... It wasn't vintage Chelsea today. I didn't think their passing movements were, qu- were quite as good. Didn't look as sharp. Um, certainly in the first half, for sure. But they didn't lose the game. And it's something that I like about Chelsea. Yeah. On days that it doesn't quite work, on ga- days when it doesn't sort of go well, they don't lose a game. And that's something I, I think Arsenal can take from a Chelsea team. When they have days that don't, don't go well, they get beat 4-0 at Liverpool. Yeah. They, it, it, the, the wheels come off a little bit and, and we go to, you know, into nightmare scenarios. I just think that that, that could be a lesson learned from Chelsea. Listen, it's, there's, there's a number of things, Rob, and, and I, I want to I steer to, towards a, a player who's... who's by all, all reports this week, he's moved his stuff out, out of Surrey, Corbin. He, he's, he's on his way to Spain. It, it's the dreaded Diego Costa, who, just on a day like today, Rob, I thought would have yeah. ruffled a few feathers, would have created some drama, would have won either a free kick on the edge of the box that maybe Sass puts in, or, or grabbed a penalty, or if not, grabbed himself a goal. I thought they just lacked a little bit of personality and presence in that front line to change the way the game was being played. On a day when the football wasn't working and the, the shape didn't quite look as good, Diego Costa gets you out, has, has got them out of yeah, troubles over the last few years do, do, playing the way he plays. And scoring goals. I mean, Pedro, yeah. Pedro went through. You would fancy Diego Costa yeah. to find a way to score that. Yeah, I, Pedro I'll, never I'll, looked confident, did he? Yeah, let me throw it, let me throw it this way. Okay. Mustafi, Koscielny and Ron Rior. Mm. How much happier are they, Ooh, by the way, facing Alvaro Morata than Diego Costa? All day and, long. and maybe that had a, a small percentage to play in this performance. Mm. They were they were physical with Morata. The ball got knocked up, and they, were, they they pushed him over at times. They fouled him. They won the ball off him at times. And I thought, like you, well, I think we're going down the same road with that. That Diego mm. Costa, for the first time today, and, and Morata's done great. Don't get me wrong. This is yeah. not this is not you know dissing on him too much but in this particular game against Arsenal that can be a little bit soft that can be bullied a little bit I thought Costa was really really missed and 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 just continuing on Morata I mean he has done really really well three goals Mm. more headers two assists Mm. or headers um again I guess for different reasons I, I, I let me ask you this is is Alvaro Morata capable of special individual, so I mean individual moments mm. to win mm. games that we definitely saw Diego Costa do uh, many times for Chelsea. Can he do that? I'm not saying he can't, Rob, because I, I've not seen of him in English football. I think he's, he, he looks to me like he's a player who's reliant more on service than, than things he's going to create himself. He's not got the nastiness of Diego Costa. And I don't think, you know, people might say, you know, he's got to get a bit nastier. I tend to think with players, you're either nasty or you're not. It's in your, you're not. Yes. You can't pretend to be nasty, and he's not going to be that guy. So if you're not that guy, you've got to beat people with intelligence, with movement, with, with, with sort of intuition of where to be in and around the box, which I think he's got some of those things. And, and he'd be better with Eddie Hazard in the team on a regular basis, creating for him and getting yeah. down the sides. But I hear your point in terms of, has he got those special moments in a tight game like that that, that can win your games. 
I, mean, I don't did... think we've seen enough evidence yet because his goals have generally come from crosses where he's yes. very clever at getting in between centre-backs and, and full-backs and scoring goals. So we I seen think it. we've got to give him... No, we've got to give him a run of games, Rob. We've got to look at his body of work over a longer period and see, see if he comes up with those moments. But today, I have to say, yeah, I was with you. I thought the Arsenal back three had a kind of easy time of it with him. And when you think about this goal scoring at Real Madrid and mm. with Karen Benzema, the preferred option, this isn't going to go on forever. And I don't mm. think he's a, he's a fantastic preferred option. No. I, I do worry why Real Madrid, I mean, I know he wants to play and, and Zidane probably didn't want to stand in his way of leaving. But if Alvaro Morata is going mm. to be a top world-class striker, Real Madrid don't let him go. And Juventus, who had him for a little while, will obviously try their very, very best to, to, to keep him at the football club as well. I just, listen, and but, I, but I don't want to be sound question, too harsh Rob, about it. Why, would you, why are Chelsea buying? him then if, if that's the case of what you're saying why, why are Chelsea well, they, spending they, that money well I'm, it's not so much needs that. must it's not so much that as like two very very big football clubs have said okay you know we're not that bothered about keeping him um well, and, you're, so you're saying though but Chelsea to spend that money are saying okay you yeah, somebody obviously fancied, fancied him yeah somebody yeah well, so, they, so they're gambling that that quality is, is going to come and through. We, and we will see it, yeah. On I mean, a regular he's 24 basis. years of age, yeah. yeah. And that, that's going to be the pressure. And when he plays a whole season and doesn't mm. come on late in games where the opponents are absolutely exhausted from, from handling Real Madrid or Juventus, particularly Real Madrid, and gets his goals. Now, I, listen, I really like what he's done so far. I had my yeah. doubts before the season, but his headers and his, his, some of his neat build-up play today was good. I mm. just We are looking at the champions now, and they've lost a champion player, Diego, or they're losing Diego yeah. Costa, a champion player. You know, if Chelsea want to repeat, if they want to kick on in the Champions League, they need a, a category A, A plus centre forward to push them in those competitions and I'm still in my jury still out and it's only been what five games now five mm. five games um, but of course you give him time um, yeah. but th- I thought today was the first time I thought mm, you know missed Costa a little bit yeah a couple of positives, Rob, yeah. for, from Chelsea's point of view. I thought Eden Hazard getting back on the pitch is important. I think the more minutes they get him, the better they're going to be. Yeah, I think Bakayoko coming on, we saw once or twice, just him drive with the ball and change the, the dynamic of the game. You know, getting him fit, getting him up to match speed is going to be so important. Should I, they have I started think... him, Rob? Listen, we don't know the injury situation, Rob. The one thing you don't want him to do, as we've seen with Paul Pogba, is come back into the team and then and, and, and break down. So I, I think... I think they're doing it the right way. I think it's a slow, it's a slow build, but I, I expect over the next week or two, this League Cup football, this European football, this Premier League football, I, uh, I, I see that happening. On the negative side, yeah. Bobby Musto, so in the last three games against Arsenal now, FA Cup, Victor Moses gets sent off. Commu- mm. Community Shields, Pedro gets sent off. Premier League today, David Luiz gets sent yes. off. Absolutely, for me, no problem with the red card. I mean, he's already on a yellow, so at least, he, at the very least, he's getting another yellow, which, which is, means a red, but it's a one-game ban. But when you go over, almost like, I don't know why he felt he needed to do it. If he wanted to play the ball, he had a chance to play it early. The ball runs away from him, and then he goes and puts his foot up high around the shin area of a player and keeps a straight foot. Absolutely no argument that it's a red card. It's a leg breaker, and it, it's just, I mean, stupid, mm. silly. What are you doing in the last few minutes? Do you know that you're going to miss three matches? Yeah. You're going to be suspended for three mm. matches. Antonio Rudiger is going to pop back into your spot, and you might not get back in again. I mean, it's gentle football today. I thought it was really good, some of his defending. Yeah. But that is just like, what are you thinking? Unless, that, that was a challenge, Rob. And we and going back 
many years when we played, mm. that was a challenge you make when something's happened. Somebody's spat in your face. Somebody's elbowed you in the side of their face when the ref's not looking. Mm. Somebody's dug you out a couple didn't of times. It didn't look like that, though, Rob. Well, to yeah, me. but that, that challenge like... was a challenge like, I'm going to give you one, mate. You're getting it because, well, well, because you've, you've wound it... me up earlier on. Also, or. The other way I look at it, it's one of those. If where you see Kolasinac coming in, you think, hold on, I'm not letting him give me one. I'm going higher than he's going. I didn't, it looked a little bit like that to me, as though he saw the size of So Kolasinac you think that thought. was just a, a, an overzealous protection mechanism? Well, <laughs> overzealous protection, kind of, I'm not letting this big guy get one on, on me. I'm going to go higher. And, and he did, and he got his red card. But... Um, Listen, however you look at it, it puts Chelsea in a difficult position just when they want to get a settled team, just when they want to get a little bit of rhythm back. You lose one of your main defenders who, who's done, done okay so far start season, whether he's played in the back three or at times he's played in that defensive midfield role for Chelsea and um, not, good, not good for Antonio Conte. But do, you think, as, do, you think Arsenal, do you think Arsenal could be better than Chelsea this year? They've got to come the, back. The, Alexis they, to come back. Yeah, they've got the capability, Rob. They've got more depth and, and more variation yeah. in that squad if they prepare to do what they did today on a regular basis. Yeah. And that, well, I don't know if this is a one-off. If it is a one-off, do you know what I'm going to keep going back to? Remember the day they were at Chelsea yeah. and they yeah. put up and they're like, we've, now got, we've got something now that we can hang on to to say, actually, this team can do it. So let's not forget, yeah. let's forget about, you know, oh, they've run out, oh, they'll never do that. Yeah. Actually, when they're concentrating and they need to, the they FA can Cup, do it. The FA Cup final, they, yeah. they beat Chelsea as well. And, and I don't know, I just thought I'd chuck in there because, you know, with Morata, who knows what goals he's going to get. I just think this mm. Arsenal team is much, the squad on paper, is much better than, than what we're seeing at the moment. And sure, I just yeah. think it's going to be fascinating, Rob, as we see the season, the weeks go by, uh, mm. how this Arsenal team does. OK, that's lots of chat about the London game. Um, let's, let's get north to Old Trafford mm. in Manchester. Wow. Um, Manchester United 4, Everton 0. Um, getting the first goal, I thought, was, yeah. uh, was incredibly important, as it always is Huge. with Jose mm. teams. And um, just, just give me a, you know, you, you're the big, big goal-scoring guy, the big volley guy, the big, you know. How, mm. how good was that Phew. goal from uh, Valencia? There's goal of the month right there. Don't, don't, you know, forget it, everybody else. There's goal of the month right there. But yeah. I, I want to talk more. There's two things that come out of that. I think now he's the seventh different goal scorer this season for Manchester United, which is so important. You look at all title win teams or teams that do well, they get goals from different areas of the pitch. Manchester United are getting that from players who start, from players who come on the bench, which is important. You know, last year it was, it was just really about Zlatan and, and enough goals didn't come from other areas of the pitch. And I knew that was a concern you said about Manchester United. They are getting goals from, from different yep. sources. Yep. The other thing I'd say about, about this guy, Rob, Antonio uh, Valencia, is, you know, we, Manchester United, the Everton, we've got the Rooney, the Lukaku, the Fellaini against his old team, the Schneiderlin, the, you know, the, the, the Ronald Koeman. We, getting all, we get all storylines. People like Antonio Valencia yep. don't get mentioned. Do not get a mention, but in terms of consistency over the last two or three seasons, he's probably been Manchester United's best player. And the volley today was an outstanding technical piece of, of skill that if, if that was Rooney or Lukaku, we're playing it a million times more and talking about how great the, these players are. Uh, so I thought it was fitting that somebody like him, who's captain of the football club, goes about his business in, in, a, in, in a good manner, has been converted from a winger to, to a fullback, which yeah, is not which easy. Is not and, easy. And 
likes and understands his defensive role in a team, uh, I thought it was just great for somebody like him to get the goal. And it was an important goal because once, you know, having got on, on the front foot, United then started to play a little bit and, and a little bit more confidence came in, into the game. But it was never a game where I felt for long periods, Rob, Manchester United were totally in control. Interesting. Finish your point. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back at you. I just thought there were times that possession was lost a little bit. I wasn't mm. quite sure they were, yeah. they were, they were as, as safe and as controlled as Josie would like his team. And then to the, to the point where an Everton team who were low in confidence started to build a little oh, bit as the it. game went on. Oh, he loves that. Yeah, and started to play. And I, and I heard you on the broadcast saying, yeah. OK, that, that's, that's when, uh, our, that's when uh, Jose goes fishing. Yeah, he, he, he boards it. things up oh, and then says, on you come. Yeah, he loves it. I, I just think, you know what? It, it, he's he's differently effective, Rob. Mm. And he, we, we know throughout his career, he's not bothered. Well, I say he's not bothered. I think he likes opponents to have possession. So yeah. he, today was a, was a two, uh, was a game plan A and game plan B. And mm-hmm. this season, both of them are, are absolutely on fire. Game plan A, front foot. This is Manchester yeah. United. We're going to be expansive. We're going to be fast. We're going to attack. We're going to get balls into the box. We're going to dominate our opponents, okay? And mm-hmm. we don't see that a lot from Reno's teams. So game plan A, first 20 yeah. minutes, goal, tick the box. Game plan B that started, by the way, after about half an hour in the first half, as Everton start to play football, yeah. he's thinking, mm, perfect, perfect. Second half, same thing. Everton pass the ball. Mm. They have possession. Oh, fullbacks move forward. They get more people get making runs forward. So what does Jose do? And this is where he's different. I and think other row, managers yeah. Yeah. would say, come on, boys, we've got, we got, we got to get back on top again. Let's make yeah, some changes. Get let's get on the ball. Hey, guys, get on the ball. Pass the ball. Let's, let's control again and try and go back to game plan A. Jose's like, oh, lovely. Game plan B. Here we go. Mm. Okay, matter out and yeah. under Herrera in, in to, yeah. to make them stronger defensively Three, because yeah. because you know what we're gonna get goals mm-hmm. come on Everton uh in the last part of the jigsaw uh Anthony Martial crazy pace, pace yeah. counter-attack because you're because because mm-hmm. you, you, you're coming into our trap and it happened today perfectly it wasn't that 4-0 f- that was a scoreline that said United was silky like City can no. be and we no. it, it was a it was a 1-0 game and destroy the opponents yeah. was but they try to come forward it's like the ultimate that was them trap. in the early game wasn't it the West Ham and the Swansea very similar very similar yeah, trying to get, get the one it's a trap Rob bang. it's, it's yeah. a it's an absolute game plan it's on his mm. blueprint it's on his notes it's on his big portfolio of information mm-hmm. he's got that's the, what he is that's what he's been and it's really really effective when you're defensively very strong I was going to say you have pace. to have your defence strong yeah. don't you you've got to have that's why he's so disappointed we go back to Stoke last week you know the goals they can see Baye and, and, and the one on yes. one you've got to have your guys who you can trust who defend who know the roles in, in that setup, and almost encouraging the opposition to say keep, keep um, coming um, and one more one more thing on it Rob um, mm. when it's not working as good as it's working right now he draws games because he'll yeah. get in front and he'll shut up shop. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, he's shutting up shop to score. Yeah, that's what he's doing he on the counter. counters. But yeah. if that's not working, yeah. then they yeah. concede a goal. That's the risky part to it. That's why others don't it, do it because it, sitting back, you know, invites pressure. 100% right. That was Chelsea part one before he got Diego Costa, wasn't it? Because he wasn't getting his goals. Do you remember when uh, Torres was there and his first time yeah. back at Chelsea and, and, and he, he wasn't finishing things? Gets Diego Costa in, changes the whole thing, and all of a sudden I mean, he's the, getting the, his goals. From I mean, Everton's, if, if you knew that, Rob, okay? If you knew that, mm, it is, mm. is, is absolutely. 
absolute strategy. From Everton's point of view, they should just stay as they were doing in the first half. Yeah, behind be the ball. cautious. Yeah, be cautious. With and get, it. Yeah, get united. Them. Yeah. Give them, mm. allow them the time on the ball so, so everybody can see that they don't really want it. They yeah. could be and the fans would get on a little exactly. bit and they, they get for, forced exactly. forward a little bit and yeah. you might be able to play against them. Because yeah. as you say, it, it, it's no surprise as well late on, I, I read a, a stat today, nine of the 16 goals have come in the 80th minute or later. So it's when teams are going back where you've got your one goal and teams are thinking, They've got your we, one goal. we get a draw here, we, the, we can get key. one. And, and then he goes bang, bang, bang and, and, and one goes to four and all of a sudden it's a completely different scoreline, a completely different uh, look on it. But as you say, it's, it, it, it's the special one, and it's imposing his tactics. Yeah, very individual, Doing it very, di- you know, we talked about Pep yesterday, the style and the way that he's going to do it. And he's not, he's not really going to change. He's going to understand the league and make his little tweaks. But Jose Mourinho in a very different way. It, it, and that's what makes him special, Rob. He's a great tactician, this guy. Yeah, he, yeah. he reads football situations. He makes changes on the side of the pitch, I think, better than, than most, most managers that I've ever seen. And what most people do don't understand why he's doing it. So mm. bringing off Mata to yeah. put on um, Herrera, Herrera is actually, yeah. he's yeah. going to get him goals. Yeah. And he knows that because he'll make mm. me stronger and yeah. they will, they will it, come it, on to us and we'll hit them. It's bizarre, isn't it? He makes a defensive move that makes them better in the tackle. Yeah, that's pretty nice, isn't it? That's yeah, pretty nice. It's, it's perfect. And then yeah. just when we talked about whether it's a two or a three, sometimes he's happy to go with the two and know that he's got the, yeah. the, the three underneath the one behind. And then when things need changing, yeah. brings an extra body in midfield, goes three up front and knows that Quickies. he can hit people down. The, yeah. yeah, that pace yeah. down the side, Lingard, yeah. with his, his energy and things. Because it was oh, interesting. Sure. The Lingard thing, I just thought this was an interesting one where Rashford didn't have the best day I'd ever seen. He you know, he dribbled into a few cul-de-sacs. But I also thought um, Martina on the right-hand side was giving Manchester United a little bit of problem. And I saw him instructing Lingard, and part of what I thought he was saying was about making sure he, he stays with Martina if he, if he gets forward. Because on that right-hand, on the, the left-hand side of the pitch for, for United... Everton were having a little bit of joy down there with the fullback getting on and, and getting a few balls in the box. So he, he also knows how to nullify the opposition if they've got a threat that he thinks is going to hurt them. Everton, um, obviously a bad run of results, mm. but, I mean, my goodness, what a difficult run of games they've had. I mean, they've, they've played all the big boys. They really have. Man mm. City away, Chelsea away, yeah. Spurs at home, Manchester United away. I mean, it's really difficult. They've got new players. They're a little bit younger. He's still going from four at the back to three at the back. Mm. Who's going to be the centre forward? I thought Rooney did a good job yeah. in that lone striker. But anything that's... I mean, I, I, this is disappointing. Of course it is from Koeman's Everton. But yeah. is anything that's, that's really worrying for you with these, with these performances? Body language for some of the players wasn't great at times. Now, I know that comes because of results and, and confidence and, and things. Uh, so, a little bit worried there where he's called out a few players. He, he said Michael Keane maybe has got to get almost saying like Michael Keane's got to get used to playing at a big club. Like Tom Davis has lost a little bit of his spark. I think Lee, Lee, Lee Dixon made a great point on, on air where he said, listen, when, when a manager comes out and says those things, it, it, it's for one or two reasons. You, a, he's going to find out about you, or you're one of them who's going to say, well, I'll show him and, and puff your chest and get on with it and, and push on, or do you go in your shell a little bit? And uh, I think Ronald Koeman's in that, in that role where he wants to find out a little bit about his, maybe his character and his personality of, of some of his players that he's working with. So, so that, would, that, that would slightly consume. I mean, I thought Wayne Rooney, in terms of his football and his control, and at times his cleverness, his little positions was great. 
But he, he almost needs to be a 10, Rob. I, I just feel that you need somebody ahead of him who can stretch people, who, can, who can make yeah. the runs. Um, you know, it doesn't really work when he's the, 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 the furthest advanced guy because he wants to drop in, he wants to make things happen. That being said, still found himself on the end of maybe two or three opportunities that on better days, he gets himself a goal. Yeah, he could have scored today, absolutely. Um, I, I, and also, Gilfie Sigurdsson. Did, did they sign? Did they sign his brother, twin brother, mm. or something from Swansea? Yeah. Because we've seen Johnny, nothing. Johnny Sigurdsson. Yeah, yeah. they signed Johnny. Yeah. Because yeah. we've seen nothing from Gilfie no. Sigurdsson. No. I, d- I don't no. know what's happened to him. As if I, d- I just don't get it. I don't get how <laughs> kind of <laughs> average he's looked uh, after moving to Everton. There is there is situations, Rob, where where players move to in very commas bigger clubs, whatever the reason, and it doesn't always work. And it's not. Yeah, it's not sometimes. Yeah, it's not just about ability. Sometimes it's about your role in the team, your influence on the thing. Do you get the ball as much? Does he come and show and get it? Swansea, everybody give it him because they know what he does. Now at Everton, they've got other options, whether it's Rooney, whether it's Clarkson, whether it's Davis. I don't know. He just doesn't look the same guy. There was a ball that came. He did a little turn. He, he looked and was looking for the far post. Now, his delivery into box is as good as, as most people in the league. He shanked it way past the, the, the front, straight out of play, sort of was annoyed with himself, but it just makes me feel that he, you know when you don't feel good about yourself and you're worrying about everything, your touch is heavy and you're not really, your mind's not, not sharp. He just looks to me like he's that guy at the moment and I don't quite know why, whether we need to get more central, get more involved in the game a little bit, maybe that might help him. There, there was a sense and, and um, I think if already a few people have kind of said that that was decent from Everton. They played some good football, they created a couple of chances. I'm, I'm not... I, I, it was 4-0... They didn't, they didn't score a goal, and yes, they made a few passes through the midfield air, but they're, mm. still, they're still way down on what our expectations were, yeah. Rob, with the signings yeah, that they the got. Signing. I mean, in terms of going forward now, we all know that Ross Barkley, you know, wanted to leave. He almost went mm. to Chelsea and changed his mind. You know, looking forward for, for Everton, I mean, he's tried most of the players available right now. Moranis doesn't seem to be getting mm. a little lucky, and Calvert-Lewin came on, but, yeah, you late. know, he's, yeah. Yeah. Sandro's not has struggled. Is there a future for Ross Barkley? Uh, and also, how do Everton improve from here, Rob, when you when you you mm. know consider they have had a tough stretch, should they so they should have easier games coming up? What do they do to improve? Well, when when Everton have been at the, at the best, what I've seen, Rob, they've had energy and they've had a little bit of youth. Uh, now I know you, I think Ronald is, is wary of giving this, these guys too much exposure. He's trying to make sure he nurses them through in, in, into the team. But I remember seeing them against Manchester City. I remember seeing them where where you know early gone against Stoke in, in the Stoke. They've got legs around the team. They've got some good experienced pros. You know, that back three of Williams, Keane and Jagielka doesn't fill me with, with a whole lot of, of security. Made some mistakes than they today. Yeah, you know, experienced Blame. players who at times you might say, OK, might get run a little bit, but I expect them to make good decisions and, 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 and you know, make, have good offside lines and things. Not seeing that, seeing that so much. Snydling. I still think he is, is struggling to find himself. Again, another personality. I don't think he's thing. that good. I don't think he's that good. <sighs> yeah, well, what, he, he, good looked, he looked that good at Southampton. Well, that's yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe that's the best we've seen. But the, the Manchester United thing didn't work. Now I'm thinking, and Everton's a perfect scenario. Yeah, it is. It is. As it should be. Sigerson should be growing there. 
getting it, saying this is my team now, let me get hold of it and, and be. So he, he's got some issues. And because of the style of management, Rob, which is very honest, very frank, and, yeah, I love and it. something I like we it. like, yep. but it also puts him, can put him in a bit of a corner if, things don't, if players don't perform and things don't go right. So the Ross Barkley almost slightly dismissed him in a way about looking, you know, and if things had gone well, I'm sure he'd be even stronger on the, you know, Ross Barkley maybe is not part of the future. He may have to reconsider that. He may have to look at that situation. You know, some of the decisions he's, he's maybe made on players who he thought were surplus to requirement. He might have to look at things at the moment because you're right today in terms of playing and whatever, but last three results, a 3-0 loss, a 3-0 loss, and today, Rob, it's a 4-0 loss. Now, you, you, look, you can look into the detail, and it was only 1-0 to a certain style, and the three goals went in together, but when you look back in two weeks' time, it'll be another 4-0 loss. And we've already seen the this season... Yeah, from we've already know. seen this season that, um, you know, owners make, make quick decisions, want to turn things around. They've got two games coming up. They've got Sunderland in the League Cup, and the League Cup could be huge for someone like Ronald Koeman to, to have a decent run in that, yeah. get to a final for argument's sake, might yeah. just help things out. And they've got Bournemouth at home, I believe, next, next weekend. Yeah, and then Burnley and after now, that, and then Burnley and, at home and, after that. Well, three massive and, home games. Yeah. And, and the Europa you, in between. You, you kind of got to win them, Rob. If you're Everton and you've got ambition, you've got to win your two league games and get through the League Cup. Anything less starts to get the rumour mill talking a little bit further and people start saying, mm, Ronald Koeman, he's had his players, he's had his money, mm. now he's not delivering. Mm. Yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right. Four games, Sunderland, Bournemouth, Limassol mm. and Burnley. Or at home... I mean, we know what it's like. You've got to be playing well. You've got to be winning at home. Also, those home fans give you as a, as a group of players and the manager a lot of problems, a lot of criticism, a lot of stick. So we're going to learn a lot more about Ronald Koeman and this squad over the, uh, the coming weeks. As always, mate, great to yeah. talk. And please, you, you fans, remember to give us your reviews yes. of this show because we want to be, we want to be Manchester top City, Manchester United. We want to be top of the league. So make sure you give us your ratings because they increase our ranking and visibility, which allows more football fans to discover this show. So on a Super Sunday when Chelsea and Arsenal contested a hard-fought draw, they ended up with a point and Manchester United took no pity on Wayne Rooney or Everton, scoring four more goals at Old Trafford. I'm Earl, he's Musto, together with the two Robbies. Thanks for listening, and bye for now. Want to earn extra cash for the holidays? Amazon Flex is expanding in the San Francisco Bay Area. Opportunities in Richmond, Oakland, and Daly City. Earn around $20 to $27 an hour delivering packages with Amazon. All you need is a car, a smartphone, and some free time. This is a great opportunity to be your own boss, deliver when you want, and make extra money. With Amazon Flex, you'll have flexible hours and great earnings. To get started, download the app at flex.amazon.com. That's F-L-E-X amazon.com. You must be at least 21 years old. Limited opportunities available. Get started at flex.amazon.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.
With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash.